She's an educator, educational rapper, motivational speaker, children's book author, actor, comedian, spokesmodel, and television host. Lady J joins me in 25 seconds on an all-new RxG Exclusives. We must open up You're watching RXG Exclusives. Oh, they tried to keep us away, yeah. Lady J's montage, hosted by Lady J, can be seen in over 250,000 homes on WNCR in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and by at least 70,000 viewers on WCS-TV. Robert X. Golfin. I love his name and I always ask how to pronounce it before I say it because it's so regal. Twice, including earlier this year, I've been a guest on the program. But now, the tables have turned. Welcome to the show, Lady J. Thank you, Robert. This is such an honor to be with you again. Oh, well, I appreciate that. The pleasure is all mine. So let me just jump right into it. Navigating childhood presents many challenges. That much is unquestionable. And for that matter, adulthood isn't a walk in the park either. You've made it your mission to help guide and form young people into productive members of society. You often use original hip-hop music with a message as a method of connecting. Tell me, what motivates you to use your creativity and how are youth responding? Well, uh, it's a God-given gift. And I'm really, I'm really excited because sometimes I don't know what I'm going to write about except for an experience that I had. So I figured if uh, I had this experience and I knew how to solve it, if I could connect it with their lives or something that they went through, that they would understand faster. And it would not be, um, it would be internalized and not memorized. And that's the most important part to me. Uh, that it really means something to you, uh, you've seen something, you've heard something, and the music, music is a big motivator, because if I use a track uh, from a popular song that they've heard before, or if I uh, create my own, it really, really inspires them to do better. And I'm all about uh, teaching a lesson or improving the character. Beautiful, beautiful. And films like Freedom Riders and Dangerous Minds have shown how educators come up with original ways to connect with their students. They also demonstrate how frequently these methods encounter resistance. Have other educators or parents given you feedback? And if so, how do you encourage them to remain open to new and perhaps unorthodox ways of learning? Well, it's interesting that you asked me about the music part because sometimes I do a lot of things with music. Like I created this activity. It's called Collaboration. So I will start with a track, uh, a song that they like, or I ask them to name a song, instrumental track. And then I will divide the room up into three different sections. But in those three sections, I will have them to, I will play a beat on the desk, and then they have to do it nonstop. So I'll do that three times. And by the time you finish, you got this really terrific rhythmic beat going. And so I'm learning them. It's called collaboration because everybody's in their own lane but they're working together so that the final part is awesome. And they understand that, you know, if I just mind my business and do what I need to do 
and do my part and follow directions. That's one of the most important parts as well, that we are working together and the end result is wonderful. Now, parents, um, so far they've been very positive and they'll say, you got me singing my EO, the EOG song or um, they'll sing a hook from one of the songs that I've written that we've um, completed in class. Uh, other educators, that's the interesting part because some of them will walk by the room and later see they'll see me and they'll say, oh, y'all not doing anything in there or they're grinning too much or y'all just beating on the desk or y'all just playing music. But they don't know the whole scheme of it, which really makes learning fun and it really makes it so that they want to learn and that they remember what they learned. And that is the thing. Education can be fun. It should be fun. Definitely. It, it can be fun. And sometimes I can take something uh, very simple and turn it into a jingle. And like collaboration is following directions. So I enter, I love to enter contests, um, songwriting, because I love to write songs. And I wrote one about Oreo cookies. They had a jingle contest. And so I wrote the, wrote the jingle, filmed the, the video, um, and I want a case of Oreos. And I had different people eating Oreos and following directions. And in the song, it says, twist it, twist it, lick it, lick it, dip it, dip it. So those are the directions on how to eat an Oreo cookie. And along with that, um, of course, I would always get a sponsor from the community and they would donate the Oreo cookies. So they're eating the cookies and they're learning how important it is to follow instructions. And that's how I think hands-on learning like that and making it fun and digestible sometimes is most important. And it takes away so much stress and anger and frustration because they want to learn. They want to, okay, what are we doing next? Or how did that, how did that fit in? with what we're learning. And that is important. Oreo cookies, one of my favorite cookies as a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the lady asked me, she called me from Nabisco and she said, how did you come up with that? And I said, well, I love Oreos. In fact, I had another student, she loved Oreos just as much as I did. And she would come in, oh, they got carrot cake now, or they have the Christmas ones now, or, or you know, different flavors. And we would always exchange that. And so, um, you know, Make it fun. Every time I turn around, I see a new flavor of Oreos. I, that didn't happen when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, and they're really, really good. They are. So far, so good. You also use literature as a way to nurture young people. You've authored five solutions-oriented books. Can you give me a general idea of what readers will experience with your work? Yes. Okay. So I call them short reads uh, because it's a short book in a short amount of time, but it's packed with a powerful message. So the first one that I wrote was called The Word. Uh, it, it was a poem, actually. This, this is the first one. This is how I got started. So um, someone said, you know, you need to put this in a book. And think about the concept a little bird told me. Okay, so my creativity kicked in and you can see birds in different places. You can see them on the elevator. You can see them in the library. You can see them at work. You can see them at the clothesline. You can see them in different places gossiping about someone. The word is gossip. It's not good. Uh, and the, the overall just in the end is how would you feel if someone were gossiping about you? 
So um, I had a, a, a an art teacher to illustrate for me, and she did, and it it sold like crazy. Now that was my first book, and it was uh, self publishing. So I would take copies, and I would go to libraries, and I would have the book talks, and. After a while, people were like, look, are you going to write any more? Do you have a series? And I never thought of it in that way. I just thought about that one. And from that one, I have another one called Smart Chicks. And they're about two chicks. And they're talking about all of these different places that want they want to go. And in the end result, they're sitting on the porch reading a book. So a book is a place where you can go you don't have to spend the gas money. You don't have to get the hotel room, but you can sit there and you can have an adventure in lots of places if you read books. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I, I always say I was an avid book reader as a kid. I read more screenplays these days than books, but I, I used to read about two books a week. I need to get back into oh, it. Wow. That's really wonderful. So, well, listen, the last three years have been tumultuous to say the least and for some educators students and their families there's still a major sense of unease how do you avoid losing hope and what advice would you provide to people who are struggling fearful and uncertain in these times um actually the internet could be your friend the internet has lots of free educational items in it. I was a curric curriculum specialist and I was always researching. There are lots of free websites out there. There's YouTube, um, there's TeacherTube, which I have an account there as well. Um, and they will tell you how to do something step by step. You can, you don't have to get behind. That's a matter of choice. The only other way is, okay, you don't have the internet access in your area but you can go to a public library and you don't give up. There are other ways to do it. Now, we used to use the Google Classroom. So what I um, implemented was I would create a calendar of assignments for the entire month. So if you miss class, uh, you could still know what we did on that day. You could still submit it by a certain deadline. So we got to stop making excuses and say, well, COVID or my kid needs to be in school, you know, when they had them at home and they wouldn't let them come in and he can't learn, he can learn. If they can get these video games and play these games in an instant, this technology changes with gaming because gaming is analytical and critical thinking, okay? You got to think about it. You got to solve the problem, okay? You can do that, that same thing if you go to a certain website and you look for those key items, there's lots of stuff out there. there. There are websites where you can read passages. And when you get it wrong, because I tutor as well, when you get it wrong, it will tell you why you got it wrong. There's so much out there. So you actually have a plus now. Uh, you, don't, you can get ahead. You don't have to be behind. It's a matter of choice. No excuses. And, you know, it makes me think of taking tests in school and, and having to remember everything from the textbooks. Young people know all the lyrics to the rap songs, so what you're doing with your original hip-hop music, it, it connects, you know, because students are always able to remember more than they think they can. Yes, 
And music is that factor. You know, that's why sometimes if we're doing the collaboration activity, I'll ask them, okay, what would you all like to hear? I will find an instrumental. And, you know, they feel like they're a part of it. And that's another thing. Make them feel like they are a part of their learning. This is a partnership. I tell them, yes, I'm educated. I'm the teacher. But you are also a part of this educational process. It's not all about me. It's about us. If I'm teaching my heart out and you're not responding, you're not grasping, you're not uh, at the level where I think you should be, something's wrong. So I am, I, I'm a reflective educator. You know, I don't think everything that I do will work, but I know how to make it fun. And I will ask them as well, what could we do next time to make this better? What can we do next time to make it so you can enjoy it or so that you can get it? Well, I have to ask really quickly your perspective on why so many educators continue to be underfunded and have to spend money from their own pockets in order to make their classroom environments better for their students. What, what? is going on? <laughs> well, you know, that, that's, that's what they say comes with the job. You know, we don't get paid enough and um, funding needs to be somewhere and it's not. So I came up with something a little different. Um, I will write to people and, and tell them what I'm trying to do. And a lot of times they will donate. Um, there's a website, I don't mind saying it, CFNC, College Foundation of North Carolina. And, um, you know, I just wrote to them and I told them we were involved in some writing activities. If they had any pencils and they sent me 500 pencils. Wow. And so you just have to reach out to your community resources. Um, some school systems have partners in education and they will help you fund. Um, but there are different ways to do it. Also, you can have fundraisers. You can have a talent show. And uh, that way the kids can be involved in the writing, the producing, the acting, the directing, the participation. And they're raising money before they know it. You know, it's not all about getting cookies and things like that all of the time. Sometimes if they're like me, I like to be actively involved in some form or fashion and say, yeah, I did it. <laughs> Thinking outside the box. Yes. Lady J, you've performed at venues like the North Carolina State Fair, the National Black Theater Festival, and Ricky Smiley's Comedy Corner, just to name a few. And you've even opened up for a number of black entertainment television comedians. Additionally, folks can see or hear you on television and radio advertisements. Get moving in the right direction at Rocky Mount Toyota. Did the showbiz bug bite you as a child, or did this love develop later in life? Uh, it bit me. I'm basically really, you wouldn't believe it, I'm a very shy person. But it's something about getting in front of the camera or getting in front of an audience that changes you for those few minutes. You become someone else that you want to be, that you admire, that you may not like, just for those few moments. So I like changing my personality. Uh, I think the first time that I, I was doing some acting was um, a school talent show. And uh, I messed up my line and everybody, I mean, it killed. Everybody was crazy laughing. So when I would get around people I was familiar with, I would do this off color, off crazy, you know, sayings and things like that. And people would just laugh. Well, 
I didn't think it was that funny, but they did. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and uh, watching people like yourself, you're such a great artist, a great actor, and it looks so natural, you know, and I try to capture that when I watch you or watch others. I try to capture that because you don't want it to look fake or phony because I'm telling you, students will tell you. And that's one thing I love about them as well. They don't pretend. No filter. <laughs> no filter. No. And I think many of us artists are introverts at heart. It's, it's like you said, it's like a switch and we are uh, feeding into our, our artistic alter egos. And that's the weird part because I was at a teacher's conference and they would put us into groups with people that you never seen before. And they would give you an assignment. They would give you a task. And 99% of the time when I'm at a conference, I don't say much. I might be sitting there writing a rap or I might be sitting there writing something. And so we, we got into our little group and um, I said, we're going to wrap this out. And everybody looked at me because I was very quiet. Okay. So once I told them what to do and they did it, they, woo, we kill. I mean, we got standing ovation, but to just look at me, you know, it's just like when I tell people I'm an educational rapper, they, yeah, right. You don't look like you rap. <laughs> so I can turn it off and I can turn it on. But most of the time, I don't really say much. I just put my energy into where it needs to go, when it needs to go there. Well, let me just ask about your community activism. You are all over the place doing lots of amazing things to try to make communities better. Why is that so important to you? Because I feel like I, I want to make the world a better place. I don't have a lot of money, but I have a lot of heart. And I feel like the gifts that God has given me, that I need to share those with other people. So I always impose something in a lesson where we are doing some type of community service, where we are giving back, where we are donating coats, where we are volunteering to uh, pick up trash, because then you know that your heart is open for other people, that there's always somebody less fortunate than you. Um, and it feels good to give back. It doesn't cost you anything to give back. And so I've, I've seen a lot of students move forward with that. And it makes me super proud because that's a legacy. That's something that will go on and on. They could give to their children and their children's children and other kids in the community can see them doing it. And they can set the example and the tone for the world to be a better place. Absolutely. Well, you are certainly busy. And with your bio and resume, we have only scratched the surface. How can people support and follow all the wonderful things you're doing in your career? Well, emailing me might sound ancient, but emailing is the best way to get me because I'm uh, quite busy sometimes. So my email is ladyjideas with an S on the end at yahoo.com. And I would love to um, come and visit your schools. I was on the EOG tour with a uh, Radio One, Brian Dawson, and we went to different schools and performed the EOG rap that I wrote and created. And, um, and uh, you know, I can write customized songs. I can write jingles. I can write customized songs. 
let's say you wanted one for your school. I can put your mascot in it. I can put any particular thing, sayings or whatever. It's your song. I think that's a, a very uh, important gift as well. And then, you know, kids take ownership. They hear their mascot or they hear their names or their teacher's names or something they like. So uh, and I also did customized children's tapes. I heard um, someone had a tape and they had different, a CD and they had different, um, the child's name in it. So I decided that I was going to write some songs and I did. I wrote five different kinds of songs. Like the first one uh, was a country western opening and it had the child's name in the song and it told them to wake up in the morning and get ready and 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 when people bought the cds they were like you know what this is what i play when my kid goes to school because it gets them ready for the day and he hears his name over and over and over and then the last song in it is like a lullaby so another parent said this is what i put on so my child will go to sleep and there's another song in there you can be it inspires them and tells them that they can be anything they want to be if they put their mind to it. So just motivation, just motivation. So it's not just hip hop. Your musical taste is eclectic. That's great. Yeah, I, I really try because every, and I love all kinds of music. So <laughs> that was well, easy for me. Well, thank you, Lady J. I appreciate you being here. Always thank you for asking me. Oh, I'm so honored. I really am. And thank you for watching RXG Exclusives. I'm going to ask Lady J to take us out with an original musical work. Listen, you're in a privileged position to learn a thing or two. Keep your mouth shut and your eyes open. I've been around the world in a lot of places. I've seen a lot of people in a lot of faces. My name is Miss Jeffrey, but they call me Lady J. I have a few words that I want to say. I want to talk to you about your education. I want to talk to you about the time you're wasting. Making bad grades and not paying attention. Staying in trouble and going to lunch detention. When you go to school, you break the rules. You think that everything is all about you. Uh-uh, no way, that's not the plan. You're here to do the very best that you can. You gotta keep in mind my little lesson is given to you as a positive message. I'm not a preacher or politician, just an English teacher that wants you to listen. Cause this type of young people in all of the schools to take a stand against drug abuse, cost the money that's made. It is no help. Huh? You're taking your chance to kill yourself. Now you gotta be smart. You gotta be hip. Repeat these words from my lips. Drinking and driving takes away lives. That's the truth. It's That's not it. a lie. You say drinking and driving takes away lives. That's the truth. It's not a lie. When you go to school, you're there to learn and work for the grades that you earn. Learn all you can and then some more because that is what you're there for. Now you blame your teachers for giving you tests. But have you really given your best? Well, you gotta be smart. You gotta be hip. Repeat these words from my lips. You gotta respect your parents, respect your teachers. You gotta respect your parents, respect your teachers. You gotta respect your parents, respect your teachers. And that's how you become great leaders. Take a stand and show some pride. Behind the bars, you will not hide. You gotta nourish the mind and find a new hobby. You are here and you are somebody. Show all the people that you cannot ruin the positive things that we've been doing. If you don't do it, it won't get done. It won't get done. If you don't do it, if you don't do it, it won't get done. It won't get done if you don't do it. Peace. All right. Thank you so 
much for that. I appreciate it. Make sure to like, comment, and hit subscribe on our YouTube channel so you never miss out. RxG Exclusives, hosted by Robert X. Golfin, now playing.